Welcome to Sing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. Feels like we haven't recorded in like forever because we took a couple weeks off. Yeah. And now we're back. Yeah. How has your two weeks been? Good. Yeah? Anything exciting happen? I'm trying to remember what the last two weeks have been. Stacy was here. That was fun. And then I had a Halloween party last weekend. That was fun. Mm -hmm. To which you did not attend. Couldn't find parking. (laughs) Terrible excuse. It's a great excuse for me. It's a terrible excuse. It's a terrible excuse, but it was, I drove around for a half hour, over a half hour, trying to find a spot anywhere, and there was nothing close by. Yeah. But apparently there's a garage that I know nothing about. I told you about it on the phone. I know, but I was already at the Drake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> You're going to get an earful from Caitlin, Kelsey, etc. Cool. Who's etc.? <laughs> Have I met this person before? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> the whole it's a gang. cool name. Et cetera I can't wait to meet etc. etc. is going to be an interesting person to talk to. <laughs> uh, it's like the first time I met Brie. Right. And I'm like, oh. You're not just a cheese. Yeah. And then I think I met Brie again. And then I told Brie that time because I was drinking that it's the first time I've met a Brie. And she goes, no, it's not because you've met me before and you made the same statement last time. Who's, do I know Brie? I don't think you know Brie. I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. But I met a Brie. All right. And she didn't smell bad. Okay. I'm sure she smelled. Uh, not that I, you know, <laughs> went up to take a quick whiff or anything, but uh-huh. she didn't, she wasn't a stinky cheese is what I'm trying to say. Great. Ooh. Hey, can you hear me down here in this hole I just dug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, all I do is play Overwatch. <laughs> God, you're so boring. I know, I'm so boring. It's okay, all I do is play League of Legends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it snowed today, and it's Halloween. Yep. But by the time you listen to this, it will be November. I'm dreaming of a wide... Halloween. I really was not. Keeps all the kids at home and warm. That's true. No one's knocking at my front door. (laughs) And all the candy. Belongs to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. And then next week, I'm dreaming of when I was 10 pounds lighter. (laughs) But all that candy was right here. Yes, yes. Why did those kids not trick or treat? <laughs> I was I was putting an angry fist in the mm-hmm. air on that. Yeah. For for those that can't visualize, I heard it. Us because it's not a video podcast. Yep. Or a, a vod vod vodcast. A vlog. A vlog. A vlogcast. A vlogcast is that what they're called? I have no idea. I didn't know there was a term for a video podcast. Don't touch my good book. Sorry, it's right there. I just want to touch things. It's the good book. There's vodka inside, or there's a flask inside. I wish there was vodka inside. So do I. (laughs) I'm tired. I had no no booze to put in it. Womp womp. There's some Malibu in there. Oh, we could put Malibu in it. Yeah. Then we could all read from the good book. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's the only <laughs> liquor that I have. And boy, would that book be good. Because <laughs> Stacy likes Malibu and it's her birthday, so. Uh, it's a good reason to have Malibu. Yeah. Happy birthday, Stacy. I didn't know. Belatedly, yes. Had I known, I would have come and visited or something. Yeah, we were busy. We went to uh, the Art Institute. We spent like eight hours there. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it was also, we did it on that Thursday because they're also open later. They're open till eight on Thursday, so we were able nice. to really maximize our time. Yeah, I probably left work at eight. Yeah. We attempted to go on a ghost boat tour. But the ghosts didn't show, <laughs> so it just turned out to be a boat tour. <laughs> no. Um, something about their crew got in an accident, so then they couldn't. They had to cancel it. Diarrhea. That's what it was. They said it was a car accident. But they're boat people. But they were driving to the boat. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be the crew. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so they canceled that. We'll have to do it another time. But we did go on a cemetery tour instead, which they reimbursed us for. They like gave us for free. So we Oh, could. that's nice. So that was cool. Um, Is that else? the one where you get to dig up corpses? No. Oh, that's darn. probably called illegal grave robbing. <laughs> well, you know. Unless you're a forensic scientist and you're exhuming you, a body it's just they sometimes you know you got to get those uh whatever they called them to bring you bodies mm-hmm. because it's illegal to dissect people mm-hmm. it's true so instead to have spoopy times we what did we do we went we went to a couple movies okay we saw Zombieland 2 and maleficent how is Zombieland 2 i thought it was fun okay it was cute i didn't have a big stake in that game so i had a good time um, well, it's because there's no vampires. There's no need for a steak. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Correct. Yep. And then we went to the Congress Plaza, which is my favorite scary thing to do. Okay. And just walk around because it's very haunted. Oh, is it? It's very creepy inside. Did you have any near-life experiences? <laughs> near-life. Um, I had a, a moment where I was walking down the hallway and the light above me turned off. Okay. And then it turned back on a second later. And then Stacy was over in the corner giggling? No. Oh, darn. It would have been funny. It would have been funny. I also went this past weekend on Sunday evening with my boy person, and we also had creepy vibes. It was just just a creepy place. Never been, I don't think. It's like all the... Like, the architecture is so weird inside, and it's like... There's a lot of doors that are padlocked off, and there are doors that have been physically sealed off, like like walled over. Mm-hmm. Like six 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 is walled over. Okay. So you can tell you like knock on the wall, and it's like solid next to it, but there's like hollow where the door used to be. Okay. It's creepy. And there's just like a d- bunch of different rooms that have like had hauntings in them, and is this like an active hotel or something? Yeah, it's an active hotel. It's and they just let people on walk Michigan around. Avenue. Yeah. There's no security cameras or anything. Oh. Why 666? I want to go into 666. No security? You can't go in there. Oh, trust me. It's literally a a wall. I'll bring a box cutter and cut out that piece of room. No, it's literally been walled over. You'd need like a chainsaw to get in. No, you wouldn't. This is drywall. You take a box knife, you score it a lot, and then you take your wall saw and you cut it out, and there you go. Door. All right. Then when you get in there, you find a creepy haunted doll. Probably. It's Annabelle. Yeah. And she's like, thanks. And then she runs down the hall <laughs> and checks out and then has a frustrating moment where she's like, well, you walled me into the room, <laughs> so why should I have to pay all this money? It's not like I've been staying here intentionally 
past my previously arranged um, stay mm-hmm. reservation. That's the word I was looking yep. for. <laughs> they tried to charge her for HBO. I know. Then she gives them movies. Then she gives them like silverback dollars, and they're like, "What is this?" And she goes, <laughs> "This is the currency I had at the time." <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Uh-huh. Apparently the spookiest room is 441. Why? Because it's where, I guess, if you try to sleep, someone like pulls on your feet while you're sleeping or, try, or pulls the covers off you in, in the night. I need to stay at this hotel. I know, I want to. I think I'm going to for a night. 441? 441. It's the room I'm going to stay in. Yeah, it, looks, it feels creepy from the outside, from the vibes. Well, that's because you're not a guest. And somebody was probably in there showering. <laughs> or they had IBS. <laughs> okay. And you heard them moaning. I didn't hear. Oh. Stacey and I did hear someone having sex. That no, was that's funny. just normal. That was funny. We were like, good for you. <laughs> uh, but yes. You know what Stacey and I didn't do? We didn't watch any Orphan Black while we were hanging out. It's horrible. I know. We watched a bunch of Marvel movies completely out of order. Of and then course. a bunch of like random scary movies and then like 8,000 YouTube videos. So, But no OB. We did not watch OB. But I watched OB. Yeah, for today. For today. I uh, told you earlier, and I didn't yeah. want to tell you what the thing was, oh, but yeah. I had, it, it feels like we haven't done Orphan Black in a long time. But it's the OG OB we haven't done. Yeah. So. That's true. I started watching it. And, you know, they have the previously on. And then it's like the scene where Ainsley dies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, that happened already? (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. That happened so long ago, Brad. I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like. Oh my God! It has been this literally been this long. That yeah, I can't remember where we left off. It's true, but I got there and I remember now. Yeah, this is another really good one. This is a very good. Ep- I mean, they're all good episodes, but this is a particularly good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's it was kind of weird to jump back in because my brain's been in the new world, the new one, the new world. But I also am like two episodes. Sorry, it's not a new world. It's only eight years later. Yeah, eight years later podcast. Eight, nine, nine, somewhere in there. I think I'm like two episodes behind right now, though, because it was getting very intense. And I was like, oh, God, I can't handle it. I'm only up to, I've only listened to episode two. Oh, really? I'm really behind. It got very intense. I think there's like five or six out. I think I listened to through four. So I might be one or two behind. My mom got the book. She's like, I'm going to get it. I'm like, cool. Good. She hasn't told me what she thinks of it yet, mm. or if she's even started listening. Yeah, or reading. I mean, she does have the option, of course. So, what are we doing today? So, we're doing episode seven of season two, mm-hmm. which I totally lost what it was called. Um, Orphan Black S two E seven. Sorry, S O two E O seven. It's called, no, you're not helpful. <laughs> not you. I mean, yes, you, but also not you. Google. Google, that is. You're not helpful. Google. Come on. Google's failing you? I'm just trying to, actually, my typing is, no, not season seven, season two, episode seven. There is no season seven. <gasps> oh, my God. You just brought me to the same freaking page. 
Oh my god, I'm having some. It's been a day. I'm tired. Excuse us while we deal with our technical difficulties. <laughs> it's not even. Boo. It's not even that. Okay, it's called knowledge of causes and secret motion of things. Okay. Jesus. Okay. And when we pick up. <laughs> yes. Allie and Vic are in rehab. Uh-huh. They are bonding over crafts. He encourages her to unburden herself. I'm so sorry. Just... Suki, how are you doing? You finally came out to say hi to me. She was sleeping on my coat because it's nice and cozy. Oh. And she's ignoring me. This is, this is how long it's been, people. Suki does not even say hi. She's cold furring me. Give me the cold f- f- fur. All right. They're crafting bondage. They're bonding crafts. They're crafting over bonding. Yes. Sorry, I'm getting like 8,000. Too many things are happening. Um, Mute. <laughs> so, Hi, Suki. So sad. So You want your pets? <laughs> Do you need your pets? So many pets. She says that, so she tells Vic first that she slept with Ainsley's husband in a parking garage in, or a parking lot. And he's like, good, that's so good. You got to share that. Get it out. And then she's like, and then I killed her. <laughs> or uh, I didn't kill her exactly. I just watched her struggle and die mm-hmm. and didn't do anything to stop. That seems like uh, killing somebody. Yeah. I mean. It's a accidental manslaughter, I think. Or like, it's some sort of. It's accidental manslaughter. Not accidental. It's like uh, it's some kind of manslaughter that's not intentional or whatever. Bystander manslaughter. Yeah, something like that. Um, and and Vic is like, oh god, like while she's unloading, unburdening herself. Yeah. He's like, uh huh, sure, yep, uh huh, great, cool. Right. I bet she could really use a glass of wine in that moment. Yes, but she's in rehab. Right. Um, they frown upon that. <laughs> but she's very excited that they're bonding. She even made Vic some um gloves some mittens oh because of his finger problem and she no well she like left off the pinky part right that's his finger problem Mm -hmm. he's missing one but she just made him gloves i don't think she did it because he's missing a finger i think she did it because they're in canada and it's cold and they're bonding and they're bonding she's found a friend she knit him some gloves and she remembered all nine fingers Vic disappears and then she comes back and she's like Oh, you left your gloves. And she grabs them to give them back to him. But then she overhears Vic on the phone with Angela DeAngelis. Worst name ever. And what do you mean? It's got a nice rhythm to it now that I'm thinking about it. You do? It. You like it now? Angela DeAngelis. Angela DeAngelis. It, it could be the backbone of some rap. Yeah. Just her in the back, you know? True. Her name is beatboxing. <laughs> Angela DeAngelis. Angela DeAngelis. And she overhears him talking about how he's got the scoop on Allison Hendricks and she's got to come meet him. And she's like, oh, fiddlesticks. Mm, that is so Allison. Mm-hmm. I made that one up. It's, but it's very, it's, it's it appropriate very for the character. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Filbert on, oh, no, he said fish sticks on Rocko's Modern Life. Okay. I don't know who says, oh, fiddlesticks. Well, it's definitely not fiddlesticks from League of Legends, but he might. You never know. He might go, oh, fiddlesticks, there I go killing again. I don't understand that reference. <laughs> but somebody does. 
<laughs> Cal is doing. There were two references. Okay. It was Fiddlesticks being the League of Legends character. Mm-hmm. The other reference was from Rick and Morty. Oh, it's so good, even when you explain it. Isn't it? I love it. It makes it makes it so much more funnier for you, right? So much. <laughs> Especially when you reference Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. So good. I know. For the record, everyone, I don't dislike Rick and Morty. I dislike everyone who's obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm not obsessed. But it made me dislike the show because everyone was really annoying. I mean, we can do it. There's doubles in there all over the place. It. I don't want to do Rick and Morty. Not for a while. Not until the <laughs> hype dies down. Oh, that hype's going to die quick if they keep taking two years to yeah. come out with their next seasons. Well, I watched season, I watched the first two seasons and then I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. I thought it was okay. I feel like there's better cartoons out there. Like? Regular show. Never seen it. It's really good. Nick would appreciate that comment. Anyway, I'm going to get a bunch of angry emails. No, I don't because no one emails us. No one cares. <laughs> Nick does. He's gonna angry. He's gonna angrily. No, but he likes you. regular show. No, he's gonna he's gonna angrily email you about Rick and Morty. <laughs> he agrees with me that it's a hilarious show that has too much hype. I don't even know if he watched. He's watched it. Anyway, mm. yes. Uh, Cal is doing some research on Dyad while Kira sleeps a little restlessly in the background, and then he notices that someone on someone activated the camera on his laptop. See, this is why you don't need to put a piece of tape over it, because the light will tell you. When it's on. This show just proved it. Exactly. (laughs) When it's on, the light's on. So, all you people that put your little post-it notes and your medical tape. Chill out. Unless you're doing things that are unseemly in front of your camera, I suppose. You know, you don't want to get caught mid, I don't know, murder (laughs) with your camera. Murder. That's where you went. Yeah. Well, I could have gone elsewhere, but Mm -hmm. I figured murder would be better. Because that just seems more exciting. It's like weirdly more wholesome. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's less selfish. Well, maybe it still is selfish. But you never know. murder is very selfish. Maybe the person wronged you really bad. or Or you're just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you're Dexter. Maybe you're Dexter. Uh, Sarah suggests to Mrs. S that they side with Rachel because she cares about her parents. And since they have Ethan Duncan now, they can use him to, like, as a bargaining chip. Um, Just using people. She's trying to find, she's also, before they leave the house, she's also trying to find this red box that Ethan Duncan is obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And she finally uncovers it, and then he takes out some stuff, and, but it just looks like a bunch of old junk. And she was like, that's it? Oh my God, whatever. Um, but while she's like searching around the house, Cal calls her to say that his computer was hacked. So he and Kira are on the move, and he left his computer behind to like throw whoever was searching off the trail. Oh, that's nice. And so Sarah goes to meet up with Cal and Kira on a dock. I mean, the 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 RV is parked on like a dock area. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, hidden amongst a bunch of white boats that kind of look similar to RVs, I think. And Hopefully none of them were ghosts to her, but. And, uh, hi. Hi, can I help you? She's trying to get onto your lap. I know but there's she is, a laptop but there. But there is a laptop. You can kind of sit next to it. But, and, sh- bleh. So Sarah goes to meet up with Cal, and he shows Sarah a drawing that Kira did of all of her aunties. 
Oh, that's Which so I think nice is Helena, her. Allison, and Cosima on the picture. Mm-hmm. It probably is. Those are the only ones she's met. It's true. She hasn't met Rachel. Or other people. Or other people. <laughs> that we haven't met yet either. Yeah. Uh, back at Dyad, Cosima is having a very sexy medical procedure. It looks, I mean, the way it's filmed is very sexy. Okay. I was going to say. <clears throat> I mean, they're inserting stem cells into her uterus, mm-hmm. but the way it's filmed, it's like sensual. Into her sacs? Yep, into her um, growths. Cancer sacs. Yeah. Cancer growths. Yep. Um, Sounds or so the ma- sexy. The masses. The masses. On her there you go. Yes. Uterus, not uteruses, uterus. Yep, as they stick the needle in, you hear a faint, because mm-hmm. they're putting it in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Suki, this seating position looks so <laughs> uncomfortable. But uh, like, This doesn't belong on the key. There's just a lot of like smooching from Delphine, and then... Um, she's like, this is the beginning of you getting well. That's what she says. <laughs> Thank you to Tatiana for guesting uh-huh. in that moment. Yep. <laughs> oh, Sherry. Oh, Sherry. This is the beginning of you getting well. Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Sorry, you got to do it like you've been smoking for 15 years. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> I have to get the Google app first. Suki's <clears throat> <laughs> like staring at me. She's judging me. Oh, Shetty. <laughs> this is the beginning. You get day well. <laughs> All of a sudden, she's a Russian spy. <laughs> I know. I did not do the French very well there. Okay. Uh, Allison calls Felix in a panic from rehab. Mm-hmm. Uh, to tell him that Vic's got the Ainsley info on her, and she's gonna tell he's gonna tell uh, Angela DeAngelis, and she's like, "I can't go to jail. I don't have the temperament. If they touch me in the shower, I will cut them." I'm just. Don't they normally take away your phone in rehab? Yeah, she's using the desk phone. She snuck around and used the desk phone. But, but Vic had a cell phone. Did D'Angelo DeAngelis give him that? She probably gave it to him during one of their meetings. I'm just curious. It seems like a lot of people have phone access when they shouldn't. It's true. Um, who else? There's so many people. We're just bouncing all over the place. Pole. Pole. Tells Leaky that Helena oh yeah, he was chasing after Helena and Sarah. And then uh he saw that Helena got hauled away by the cops and then Sarah ran off, whatever. She just blessed you. She did. She's like, I will cure you. Let me lay my paw upon you. It's like, done. She touched the top of the triangle. She did. Sookie. These are all very weird to people who can't see right now. I'm wearing a midsummer shirt with a yellow temple. And she booped me right on the top of it. Of the top of the temple. And then walked away. And then now she's off preaching. To other people. Uh-huh. She's healing others. I feel so healed. <laughs> uh, anyway, she tells, or not she, Paul. Paul. <laughs> yeah, Paul's not a she. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of Suki. Suki tells Leaky that, <laughs> that Helena and Sarah were separated by the Prolethians. 
Um, and he's like, what are you going to tell Rachel? And he's like, I don't know. What do you want me to tell Rachel? And he's like, the truth, Paul. Oh. Okay, whatever. Seems strange. Um, after Paul leaves, he asks to meet with Marion Bowles, who I don't think we've met at this point yet. Nope. Okay. I couldn't remember. We have not. Okay. I don't think we have. I don't think so either. I think this is the first time we meet her. I think so too. Good game. <laughs> we were talking very fast. It's the best game. <laughs> Before Mrs. S takes Duncan out of the house, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, we're leaving? Okay, hold on a second. And then he pulls a bunch of big-ass floppy disks out of that red box that he found earlier. Yes, five and a quarter inch. And he says that these disks have absolutely everything on it. They were hidden on the bottom mm-hmm. underneath stuff. Yep. So his junk box was actually a ruse. A very important box. A very important ruse. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs that many paper clips. Why yeah. do you have so many paper clips? Yep. Uh, let's see. Cosima overhears Big D and Scott yelling at each other in the hallway after her procedure. Um, she's not, she doesn't understand why they're yelling about, yelling at each other about anything. And she's like, I'm not going to tell her, blah, blah, blah. She's like, what? What are they talking about? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. So she confronts Big D. Right. And cause, or, yeah. And Big D finally confesses that the stem cells that they used to insert into her, ma- into her masses are from Kira. So Scott knew this? I believe so. He probably figured it out. He's crafty. I think he figured it out. I don't think he knew. I don't think Delphine told him. I think he figured it out. And they explained that... Starting to love Scott here. Scott's a good boy. He's a, yeah, he's a great boy. Uh, they explain, or she explains that they procured a tooth from Kira after she got hurt in her car accident mm-hmm. um, from the hospital, and that's how they got the stem cells out. And Cosima okay. is pissed. Right. Because the only way that she can continue her treatments and continue to get well is if she harvests more things from Kira. Like toes and fingers. More teeth. Oh, t- more. Okay. And bone marrow. T cells. Yeah. Gotcha. T- teeth cells? T cells, I said. Oh, okay. But are they? I don't know what. The, I don't know what's Stem in cells? Stem cells. I don't know how I got it. You know, mm-hmm. sorry, not T cells. Isn't that from Resident Evil? Yeah, that starts bad things. <laughs> I meant stem cells. <laughs> we don't want aliens. No, they're not aliens. They're not aliens. <laughs> they're weird. Zombies. They're morphed zombies. More mutant zombie creatures. Oh my God, we're all over the place. What's happening? <laughs> well, because there's doubles in one of them. <laughs> it's, you, you get laid enough into, a, into a, the, the game of that one. You get, you get doubles. What? Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Like. The third movie, there's doubles, duplicates. Oh, God. Those movies are crazy. Great like, soundtracks. Great soundtracks. Bad movies. I like the first <coughs> one. Which makes some great podcasting material. Uh-huh. I like the second movie, too, only for Jill, but it's a trash movie. But I like the Jill stuff. <laughs> it's a terrible movie, though. Because Nemesis has feelings. Oh, God. It's so stupid. Anyway. Wow. I have a lot of, I have a lot of problems with that. That'll be coming in a future episode. <laughs> There's no doubles in that one, though, are there? I don't know. We can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Find me things I can complain about the whole time <laughs> and make fun of. Uh, so anyway, Cosima kicks Delphine out of her lab because she doesn't want to harvest Kira and she's mad that she lied to her. This is a, this is a trend. This is a Delphine trend. 
Delphine lies, claiming to protect Cosima's feelings. Cosima gets mad. La la di da. And they break up again. They break up. They break up. And they make up. Delphine lies, etc. Whatever. Then they break up again. Delphine's a big lying liar face, and Cosima will never ever get over it, or she will never ever like believe she's not lying, or she'll never not fall for her lies. There we go. And this comment came to you from eight-year-old Stephanie Kretz <laughs> with a beautiful throwback to big liar, liar face. I said lying, liar face. Lying, liar face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thank you, everyone. This has been eight-year-old Stephanie Kretz signing off. That's exactly what I sounded like. I know. I think. Like Big Bird. Like Big, or Big Bird sounds nothing Sorry, like that. Sorry, Elmo. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. I know, I'm exhausting. There's aliens and <laughs> Elmos. All the Elmos. So, Marion Bowles arrives, and you might recognize her if you watch this also, <laughs> from True Blood and Battlestar Galactica. We haven't gotten to her in Battlestar Galactica yet. Wasn't she also in one of the Star Treks? I don't know. I don't watch Star Trek. I know, but I think she was. I'm pretty sure. Uh, sure. But I'm she... going to fax check. Fax, fax. I'm going to fax check that. Hold on. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. But she is a commander in Battlestar, and she is the main ad in True Blood, which is my fa- one of my favorite seasons, season two. The main ad? The main ad. What's an ad? Main ad. It's one word. Okay. I'm... M-A-E-N-A-D. It's a mythical creature. Oh, okay. She's the one that made everyone have orgies all season. It's been a long time since I've watched Season two, all they do is have orgies the whole season. Sounds like fun for some people. It's a great season. Uh, (laughs) So Marion arrives to to see Leaky, and he tells her that Ethan is alive. And they're worried about Rachel finding out because she's beginning to take things a little personally. Bitch, what are you doing? She's playing with that thing, whatever oh my God, that she is. She's obsessed with my nail files. She's crazy. She needs to do her nails. <laughs> she's going to knock something else off. She steals them from me, and then... <laughs> and then you have to go buy new ones? Yes. What a girl. Rude. So, so yeah, they're worried about Rachel siding with her parents and not taking in not dealing with that corporate life anymore okay anyway it's family day at rehab and allison lures vic to her room where felix is waiting and he's like oh great but also let's see what else is happening eventually these stories will come together (laughs) somehow it's a long it's a long way to get there so, yeah, so Sarah was back with Cal, and they were being very cute, and she, Cal offers to take them to Iceland to get them out of everything, and he's like, I don't know what's going on, and she's like, I don't want to tell you what's going on, and he's like, all right, I'll just accept this, blah, 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 and he says something cute, and he's like, Sarah Manning, I think this may sound crazy, but I think you're a Pisces. <laughs> hmm. And she's like, piss off. I never would have taken him for someone that would uh, be into astrology. Be into astrology. I think he's right on the money, though. You think so? I think she's a uh, 
Uh, I think she might be an Aries because she's an April baby. I think she's like April 17th or something. Okay. Anyway. He's close though. Yeah, because I think they're both, I think they're March and April is when the clones were born. Okay. In both those months, if I recall. Anyway, while she is talking to Cal, who says he doesn't care about her secret, he just wants to help, Allison and Felix call her to come to rehab and see Vic and clean up her doo-doo. That is an exact quote from Allison. Ugh. So. When was she there? You think they would have hired somebody to do that? (laughs) They need Sarah to clean up the doo-doo. This is like a do-your-own-thing. You make the doo-doo, you clean up the doo-doo? It's metaphorical doo-doo. Oh, okay. Sarah sneaks into rehab and meets with Vic. Yes, Star Trek The Next Generation. Good job. Ensign Rowe. That's who she played. Star Trek? No, Star Trek. (laughs) Star Trek? (laughs) Sure. My brain does my my mouth can't say it a different way. Mm-hmm. Star Trek. No, you see, you see, you can say it just fine. But I have to think about it so carefully. And you just insist on saying Star Star Trek to bother me. I don't say it to bother you. So that's why we have to keep bringing nanobots into the situation. <laughs> I don't say Star Trek to bother you. That's just what I <laughs> automatically say. If I say it the other way, I have to think so you, hard. You what? You automatically. I automatically. <laughs> Star, Star Trek. Thank you. Star Trek. Yep, there it is. <laughs> he will run and run. The so, Star Trek was on the island, right? Which <laughs> <laughs> is constant. Uh, yep. So Vic's, Vic wants to apologize. Vic wants to talk to Sarah. Very intensely because he has to atone for his sins, sins, I guess, for all of the things that he did to her. And she's like, great. Yeah, I atone you. You're great. Let's go. I'm done here. And he's like, "Uh, excuse me. No, I need an apology, too. And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. She's like, what? For what? What? What did I do? What? Well, to start, you stole my cocaine. Which got me lost of this finger. <laughs> and he shows her the stub where there used to be a finger. Mm-hmm. None of this happens. And That's I mean, his inner dialogue that, that I envision That is his inner happening. dialogue. But, you know, she also smashed him in the head with an ashtray after he beat the shit out of her. So, it's a, hey. it's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. You I know, think she calls them a runaway train or something, that they were just never good together. They were just not mixy. Not mixy things. Okay. Um, they're arguing and then Vic is finally like, I want you back, Sarah. And she's like, oh my God, dude, no. Get and then, over it. It's over. And, and F- I almost said Phil. <laughs> Felix. And Dr. Phil said, <laughs> I think you guys really need to work this out. <laughs> now, Sarah, <laughs> tell Vic what you really feel. <laughs> well, Felix brings up Cal, like kind of, she doesn't even call him Cal. She's like, oh. Yeah, vaguely mentions him. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, now you got another guy or something." And then, but then Vic starts to get a little wobbly on his feet, Mm -hmm. and he's talking about we can't even understand him. Kind of reminds me of uh, Jane from Firefly when he was put in charge of the ship. Do you recall what I'm talking about? No, 
he gets a little wobbly and then he collapses face first into the craft table. Mm-hmm. And it's covered in glitter. And feathers. And feathers. <laughs> but they did that to Jane on Firefly when he was when they, Mal was gone and they when Jane was in charge, they drugged him. Oh. And then he passed out. And then he collapsed into a craft table? Yeah. Right into a craft table. And it was covered in glitter. Covered and, in glitter and, and, feathers. And, and, and feathers. So Felix says he spiked his tea because he didn't trust Vic to not do what they wanted him to. Do bad things? Yep. Like maybe try to beat Sarah? He's protecting his sister. He was protecting her. I think he was also protecting Allison because if, cause Ainsley, or not Ainsley, uh, DeAngelis was coming that day to find out about Ainsley. So. Okay, okay. I think he was just trying to like get him out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Allison's kids and Donnie show up for family day. <laughs> and they're wondering if... I love it when she's arranging all the name tags on the table. I didn't, you know what? I, did, I didn't see one for Jimbo, though. No, there wasn't one for Jimbo. Mm. But... The funny part isn't the fact that there wasn't one for Jimbo. Yeah, it's it's that everybody's was so pretty with butterflies and uh-huh. flowers. And then there was Donnie, just a plain old piece of paper that said Donnie. Yes, it was so funny. And then she was aggressively being passive aggressive on him. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I mean, well deserved because he put her there and yep. would not let her leave. Meanwhile, back at Dyad, Mrs. S shows up to visit Leaky. And she's the sneaky one now. <laughs> she tells him that she has all the research that Leaky could ever want. And what is it worth to him? So He she... said a York peppermint patty, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, good news. <laughs> or no. No, no, no. That's wrong. It's a Klondike bar. Oh, yeah. Because what would you do for a Klondike bar? So he says that if S gives him Ethan Duncan, or no, she says, if she gives him Ethan Duncan, then they have to give up on Kira and let her go. Okay. And stop coming after her family. But what about, okay. I was going to say, what about Sarah? I mean. Well, she said, it's just, she's like, Sarah's, she actually said Sarah's a different story because Sarah's going to continue to do what she does because she's Sarah, but leave Kira out of it. Okay. Okay. Because she knows that she can't stop Sarah. She's, mm-hmm. I think she's learned long ago. Right, because she's too much like her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they're putting Vic somewhere, the rehab lady comes to get Allison, but Sarah's in the room instead. Yes. So she quickly, well, she, answer, <laughs> she answers the door with her hand over her forehead to cover up the fact that she does not have bangs. Yep. And then um, she's like, yep, yep, coming, I'm coming. And then she puts a headband on to cover up the fact that she does not have bangs like Allison. I'm starting to see a trend here. And You're saying Sarah doesn't have bangs? She sure doesn't. Okay. So she puts a headband on and pretends to be Allison and follows the rehab lady out. And then Allison comes back to the room and she's like, oh my gosh, no. Why is Vic in here? We have to move him. The families are coming to visit the rooms. So he, can't, he can't be in here. Mm-hmm. So then Sarah's getting dragged into the family day presentation while Allison and Fee are moving Vic's body. Okay. So... Uh, Sarah like kind of sits in the back. It's this beautiful working, just fully lubricated system going on. Yeah. So Sarah gets dragged to the, they're like, and to give our opening remarks is Allison Hendricks. And she's like, shit. No, she doesn't say that word. Bloody hell. Well, you said not the, you forgot, you forgot to put the twang. Shite. There you go. There you go. Uh, she probably said something like, are you kidding me? Or I you've got to be kidding me. She might have said shite. 
Um, but it's funny because she's dressed as Allison and saying shite. And... Well, she's dressed as Sarah and happened to find a cardigan, luckily. Right. But she <laughs> and a headband. Well, the headband was in the room. So it's just very funny. I think this is one of Tat's best clone as clone performances because she's very clearly being Sarah as Allison. Right. Because there are a few times where her accent slips in and it's just like, you're so good. How are you so good at this? I don't know. Like, it's so clearly Sarah being Allison. God. We should have her on the show and ask her. Gosh, I wish. You just gotta give her a call. <laughs> Be like, yo, Tat. So she has to, she gives her opening remarks and then she has to do a role play with Donnie. Come on, explain the opening remarks because I really I didn't write them, them down. She just says something like, we're all here, pill poppers and booze heads. And tweakers. <laughs> and tweakers. And <laughs> she just starts listing like, out every name for somebody that's either <laughs> an alcoholic, a drug abuser, or a combination thereof. Right. <laughs> Uh, so then she has to do role play with Donnie and Donnie is being Allison and Sarah's like, and I'm Allison being Donnie. <laughs> yep. Yes. And he's standing there with his hand on, on his, his chest, chest. So affronted by everything. Saying, I pledge allegiance mm-hmm. to the flag of the United Territories of Canada. <laughs> and while she's doing this, her, her accent slips a few times. She realizes she's not doing super well. So she panics and is just like, I really have to tinkle. <laughs> so Allison. And she runs away. Wow. Walks away quickly. Did you seriously have to correct me on that one? Well, I was going to be more gross and be like, you know, but you could tell that she really had to pee because she was kind of doing that walk where you can tell they're holding it in. It was probably intentional to prove that she had to tinkle. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know. Uh, Deanna, uh, so they've moved Vic's body to some hallway. Hallway. <laughs> And then behind a desk, and meanwhile, DeAngelis <laughs> is there trying to find him. Oh, wait. And then she finds the glittery, bleeding Vic. And There's she's a really just good like, part. What? It's the, the, it starts out where, uh, isn't V, like, holding him, like, in his arms like a baby first? Walking him know. down the hall in some fashion, and then as he's walking, he's talking to Allison, and he accidentally bashes his head into oh, a Oh, yeah, door there's frame. a lot of bashing. <laughs> and then later, he's on his back like a kid riding your back. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just funny. I feel sorry for that actor. He had to <laughs> walk around with Vic all day. They probably had to redo takes. It was probably his uh, stunt double. Oh, he has a stunt double to carry a person? My ankles? I have stunt double fun fact later. Okay. Pole and Rachel come to Mrs. S's house to see Ethan. Thankfully, Sarah is busy. Otherwise, this probably would have been a mess. Yep. We know uh, how Sarah doesn't like it when, <laughs> when Mrs. S oversteps her bounds. Yes. And when Rachel is anywhere nearby. So Rachel is practically in tears when she sees her father, which is obvious because she thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. And he... They sit at a table together and talk quietly, and we don't really hear their conversation, so which is fine. Oh, secrets. I hear, he says something about her mother, is what I hear. He says something like, I'm so sorry about your mother. And it's funny how you said that. It's like you heard it secondhand. Mm-hmm. He said something about her mother, I hear. Mm-hmm. Can't be sure, though. It's like It was very quiet. Thing. They were far away in the scene. Yep. So. Since Sarah had to tinkle... Or Allison as Sarah as Allison had to tinkle. Donnie follows her to her room, and when he opens the door, he sees both Allison and Sarah in there. Yep. 
and he's very shocked because he is ne he didn't know anything about clones like we thought all along. Really? Yep. Or just her sister. No, because he's because he's like, what the fuck? And she and then she's and Allison's like, oh, please, like, you know, like, you don't know who Sarah Manning is. Here she is. Why don't you call Dr. Leakey and tell him all about like, oh, you found Sarah Manning, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, what? (laughs) It's like, come on. It's she's my clone. He's like, clone. Like, he's so confused. And even Felix says, darling, this is not the face of someone who had any idea of what was going on. (laughs) Yeah, you can't fake. You can't fake this. This kind of this kind of cluelessness can't be faked. (laughs) Yep. He explains finally that in their sociology class, he was recruited to a study um, called long-term social metrics and that the subjects had re- had to remain ignorant or whatever. Okay. And Allison is just like so flabbergasted because he was just so stupid that he didn't know anything about what he was doing. And she was like, she tells him about, so she's like, so you had no idea that there were people coming into our home and examining me and doing medical tests on me. But he's still like, I had no idea. Like, he's clearly upset about it now, too. Yeah, you can tell on his face he's getting angry. Yeah, he's getting angry. He's getting, like, he's, like, devastated that he was doing this to her. Because he loves her. Yeah. It's not all, a, it's not just a It's a not job. what we thought it was. Yeah, it's not a job. It's a real. He truly loved he her. He truly loves her. He thought he was just being an experiment thing. And, yep. Um, and Al- Sarah and Felix sneak out because they're having a very intense discussion. And Allison starts having a breakdown and she's just like, I love you so much, but you ruined our family and you're so stupid. You don't even know why. (laughs) And then she, that part made me cry because she was crying and it's very sad. Yeah. And then, um, and she storms away and Donnie is just like left with his anger and his emotions, upsetness. Yes. Just left there alone, a man with his emotions. Mm -hmm. So. Rachel goes back to Dyad after spending time with her father. She confronts Dr. Leakey about the fact that he lied to her all her life about her father being dead. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he was her surrogate father, basically. She, he tells her that her parents tried to run away with her, so he intervened. And he doesn't want Rachel to fight because it will not end well for her. Because he thinks he has all these people on his side. However... <laughs> Rachel makes a little call to Marianne and Marianne Bowles and she asks if it's done. Right. And Rachel says, It's in motion. And she hangs up and she tells Leaky that don't get in your car, don't go home, and you might survive. Because now it's a coup against him. Uh oh. And they're gonna they're gonna kill him or at least basically take him out of the picture. Because what are you doing? I'm taking a selfie. Okay. They, because of the fact that, you know, he killed her parents and he's trying to intervene everything and she doesn't think he has the right to do that anymore because he lied to her her whole life. She says, it's foolish to spare you, but you raised me. Nurture prevails. I was like, oh, damn. So this is the last season. That was the question of the, the whole show, right? Yeah. Nature over nurture. Now we know nurture prevails. Mm-hmm. Leaky is clearly terrified. Well, guys, it's been fun. I mean. I'm not done yet. (laughs) Oh, okay. He kisses her forehead and then he runs away. Sarah is leaving the rehab place or she's still there somewhere. I don't remember where she was. Um, She gets a call from Kasima, who is like in tears. Everyone's very upset now. It's getting towards the end of the season. Emotions are high. Okay. 
Um, she explains that she's really oh she's back at the I remember she's back at the dock by the RV. Right. She's right. Ta- she's talking to Cal outside the RV. Um, she explains that she's sick and she explains about the what what her treatment was that it was stem cells from Kira's tooth and that that's what she needs for her treatment to get mm-hmm. any better. And so Cal and Sarah arguing about this and he's like you can't put Kira through this like it's not fair to her and she's like what am I supposed to do just like Asima die like I don't know what to do mm-hmm. and then they hear a little yelp from inside the camper mm-hmm. and then Kira and it was and- a five star review no swear to God <laughs> and. Kira had pulled out her own loose tooth to help Kasima, which is really sweet. Aww. She's such a good kid. I know. Whatever happened to her in those eight years? Cal is not happy, but he agreed to let Sarah take Kira back to her aunties. Okay. And her tooth, because <laughs> it'll help her. Okay. Um, so Leaky is running off away from Dyad, trying to find Oh, we escape. should mention that... Uh... Uh, Rachel had mentioned that he should not get in his car. Yeah, I said that. Kill it. Oh, I did you? I said that. It must have been when I was selfieing. Yep. So we can assume it was rigged to blow? Either that or, or he could be followed in a car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe that they're going to blow him up. Because that whole conversation seemed very, you're going to die. No, I'm going to believe that it's similar to what happens in a later season where somebody was going to their car and they were attacked Oh. in a garage. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I think I, it was like that. I feel where you're at. I think okay. it was like that. Makes sense. I don't think a bomb is quite as uh, poetic as what something that like the dying people. an assassin. People. I got yeah. you. Yeah, all right. Um, so Leaky is walking quickly down the street. Uh, out of dyad um then a car starts to follow him the car pulls up and he looks in and sees who it is and he's like "Ugh, whatever it's donnie oh donnie it's like donnie i don't have time for you like go away right now i'm trying to live my life right go home um yeah he tells him to go home and then donnie has a gun and tells him to get in and so Leaky's like, oh, my God, this fucking idiot. And he, like, you can tell he's just exasperated because he's right. having a freak out. And so he gets in the car. And Don- Donnie starts yelling at him about all the lies and the probing of his wife. And he says he's not going to participate anymore. And Leaky is like, oh, my God, like, no one gives a shit about you. When all is said and done. Donnie Hendrix will just be a footnote in the experiment. Like, you mean nothing to this. We don't care if you participate or not. And he just, that just makes him more mad. And he's yep. just like, I quit. And he slams the gun down on the steering wheel <laughs> and it goes off. And he accidentally shoots Leaky in the head. Blood well, and brain matter just go everywhere. Somebody should buy a gun with a less hair trigger. <laughs> It's very Pulp Fiction. You think accident. it was Allison's gun? It's Allison's gun. Oh, she likes it's those her, hair triggers, doesn't it's she? It's her uh, shooting range gun. Nice. I believe we find out later. And then he's in shock. And then he's just in shock and the episode ends. I remember being like, holy shit, the first time I saw I that. I did too, yeah. I was like, what? What the? What? <laughs> I think I had to rewind because I like didn't, I was like, oh, whatever, he's just there. Because it happened in the gunshot? Yeah, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That was so fast. Excuse me? <laughs> Where's the bullet time? Matrix has ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> no. That would have been bullet time. 
And I... Um, so that's it. That's the end of that episode. Well, that was just full of all sorts of things. Indeed. Boxes with hidden dicks, discs in it. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Boxes with hidden discs in it. <laughs> My dick in a box. <laughs> Uh, I have some fun facts for you. Okay. Please. To get you through that moment. Get us off of this one. Uh, It's been a long running joke that Vic needed to wear pinkyless gloves now that he's missing a finger. Uh Uh-huh. Long running for the cast? Yeah. Okay. So they thought Allison was the perfect person to give him those gloves, and it's so sadly sweet that Allison ends the opening clutching her handmade gift to Vic as she overhears his betrayal. Uh Oh. Um, the name tags that Allison and Vic are crafting for Family Day feature the names of a lot of crew, writers, and family and friends. Of course. Oh, she was doing all the family's tags? Yeah, she was doing everybody. And only Donnie's was the only <laughs> pretty one. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> uh, Passive aggressive much? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the first episode where we call Felix in the middle of the night and he's not awake and up to something scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he sleep? <laughs> We thought that for once we should show Felix in a natural, everyday way, sleeping. <laughs> it must have been really late. Uh-huh. Maybe he was like after like a 48-hour binge or bender. Maybe. maybe. You never know. Not a know. binge, a bender. A bender, yeah. Um, he doesn't binge. He doesn't binge, on except on booze. I don't even think he binges there. Mm, I don't know. Does he? I don't remember. He just drinks a lot. There was that one. He drinks like a fish. There was the one. Was there the one? Did he? What did Art come over? Yeah, he was really drunk. That was mm-hmm. that was his binge. Mm-hmm. That's how he deals with things that are painful to him. Yes. Uh, the artificial womb that Leaky is working on when Pole comes to his office was designed by the animator who we use, who they use to create computer backgrounds to simulate human tissue. He used boiled egg whites suspended in water. He poured them into a glass bowl, added food coloring, and projected a light from below. He then videotaped the mixture and added animation on top of the film to create the final product. Mm. Gross. Mm. Uh, they had a read-through during lunch on the day that they filmed Vic passing out on the table. Uh-huh. Poor Michael Mondo had to sit through the whole read-through with the sparkles, feathers, and blood on his face so that they could... Maintain continuity over lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Jeff Scovell, the stuntman who performed Vic's fall, really went for it. Actually, he went for it so much that he ended up breaking his nose in the process. Wow. So that's a very real spill you're seeing. Luckily, they got the shot in one take, so he didn't have to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully. Uh, Your nose is broken. No, it's okay. I can do the second take. Yes. Just get it before it starts to swell. (laughs) <laughs> uh, they always like having fun with clones being forced to play other clones especially when the character has no time to, re- to prepare they referenced episode uh, season, season 1 episode 6 this episode by having Sarah pretending to be Allison again Okay. but this time she wasn't given much time to prepare in order to hide her lack of bangs we thought we needed a hat luckily Tatiana grabbed a headband from Allison's wardrobe threw it on in a fitting and voila she looked like a stressed out Allison mhm it did work. Mm-hmm. It does work. 
you think she wears the fake bangs under that as motivation? <laughs> Maybe. So with the leaky head explodey, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. No uh animals were farmed in the filming of this. <laughs> no, no visual effect no VFX. Visual what are those? Like special effects? Yeah. Were used in that scene. Believe it or not, they did it old school using practical special effects. Yes. Uh, the way the team created Leaky's head sliding down the window was probably the most interesting. They took a bald stump man and attached a flesh-like sponge to his head. The special effects team soaked it in blood and brain-like material so that when the stunt man slammed his head to the glass, he was protected by the sponge and the blood and bits and brain would stream down the window. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, me too. Practical effects can be so good. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool. Uh, they knew they needed the perfect song to end, to end this episode. They also knew it had to have some orphan black irony embedded in it. After trying out some punk songs, slow songs, romantic songs, they ended up using the Trogs' Love is All Around. They think it ties Family Day at Rehab and Leaky's death together in the perfect way, making it an amazing addition to the OB music catalog. We love taking classic songs and giving them a demented twist. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for all you do over there at the studios for Orphan Black. and Thank you to the Hive blog on BBC for looks your like fun that, facts. Looks like that ends the fun facts section of this uh, yes. tutorial. Because the laptop has gone down and Stephanie is now counting in the air. She's <laughs> counting clones. She's counting clones. Not to be confused with counting crows. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Sarah? Allison, Rachel, Kasima, Sarah as Allison. Five. So we can count, say five. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. No Helena. Nope. Well, she's off. What is she off She's doing? at the Prolethians. Yeah, she went back to the Prolethians. Mm -hmm. We'll be see her next because episode. Because of her babies. Well, babies. Her spoilers. Babies. I mean, she's still in the show. So but you're telling people she's going to be at the next episode? But she is. It's kind of spoilery. She is, though. That means... That means you watched the. I didn't watch next it. Then. I turned it off. Oh, okay. I just know it too well. Oh. <laughs> I've seen these episodes eight thousand times. I think you need help. I I okay. I'm done. The okay. end. Happy Halloween. Happy yes, we are recording on <laughs> Halloween. Although it will be way after Halloween when this is posted yes. by several days. Anywho, please. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that people can find us. If you like our show and would like to spread the word, please do so uh, using the hashtag SeeingDouble. You can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. You can email us at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Steph at her socials at Steph plus a verb. You can follow me at Brad Barth. And until next time. I'm Stephanie Kratz. And I'm Bradford Barr. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.